When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey guys, it's Friday, October 15th. My name is Brian filling in for Grant, hanging out in the studio. We got some Adele coming up, some tickets to give away, and some Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion talk more to come. But we're hanging out with Lori and Brittany. It's Brittany, witch. Oh, I love to hear it. Oh, there's nothing more exciting than being with Lori post-reunion. <laughs> the excitement I had coming into this building. I know we're going to talk about it later. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I get no, it. But I, I just want you to know I get so excited to see you anytime anything happens on The Real Housewives. Oh my gosh. We both really do love it. I know. It's a real, It's a sickness. Yeah, we are sick. I, I've accepted it. I've accepted yeah, it. And I'm fine with it. I'm it's, fine with it. I've finally come around with uh, Andy Cohen's way of that it is sort of a Soap opera, yeah, 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 for modern day time. Although I will say, after spending th- three weekdays with my mom, I am so sucked into Young and the Restless. <gasps> you had right now just from watching it for three days. Okay, it gotcha. You I, you need to know. Oh yeah, I watched yesterday's today. The big wedding's happening today. I said, Mom, I can't talk about this with you until you know Saturday. But I mean, I haven't gotten involved in it. But they are like. A oh, soap opera so for addicting. Us. They're so addicting. You know, in that way. All right. So, Brittany, um, do you ever wish you could just do the show with both Julia and I? You're always sitting in for one of us. It's so funny. The other day I came in <laughs> here for a different meeting and I got to see you both. And I felt like finally, finally the crew is assembled. It was like the Avengers were together. Yes, of course. I die for I mean. And it's so funny because we all talk very similar where it's just jumping on the tail end of everything anyone's saying. So it was like just a hurricane. And then I ran out of there and I was like, yeah, love it. Yeah. And she was so sweet. Um, Brian, she brought Grant in cookies today, not realizing he's not here. He's got a birthday weekend. Uh, Julia took today off because we have a uh, uh, Bargini family wedding. Oh, that's going to be so Um, fun. Festivities start tonight. And of course, the wedding is tomorrow. So she just decided. I'm like... Take some days off because you're not you you don't ever plan any trips. So you, yeah, she gets mad at me. I because know. I go on trips, but we have the exact same amount of vacation. She always mm. goes. She always takes days off, and I and I, as somebody who benefits from all of you guys taking days yeah. off, I go leave. And then so she asked me like, I think it was yesterday. <laughs> could you still work for me Friday? I was like. I wanted to act, you know, like when somebody asked you on a date last minute, like I'm so busy, but I was like, yeah, I hundred percent can. I'll be there. (laughs) No. And I love it. So yeah, Yeah. it's true. She complains that you have more time off 
but it's only because you take it. Well, I it is also because I like plan things. I know, that's, Except for last year there wasn't yeah. as much planning yeah, things, yeah, you know, yeah. but I mean, I do I do plan in advance. Yes, yes, yes. Travel. I know. Cuz well, I want to go places. Cuz you got to go places. I got to go places. You're on the move. So, um uh but speaking of going places, so I our project down and dirty, you know, we're doing an excavation yes. as, as some kind that's our project this year. So we have like limited space at the sandbox uh, where this is going on in okay. Hastings. So there's either like there's room for just so many cars and, you know, you can I would go in an SUV because uh, it's like maybe 150 per car. Oh, so like I would take my big car, fill it up with people. OK, yes. And you'd have and then the El, El Burrito Mercado is going to be there with this full you know, dinner or they're going to have their food trucks oh, there. Fun. And then of course pack your own cooler and then people are going to, you can watch from the cars or they have, you can be outside and just bring a lawn chair. Like you're going to a soccer game or a football game. Okay, cool. And you're going to watch us in the sand pit. And Julie and I are hoping that they have mini bobcats for us. And we have no idea. All I know, her her boys are excited. Yeah. And Casey is excited because he watched the Shark Tank with this, the people that own this place. Oh, okay. And he's like, oh my God, this is kind of, you know, he was like, really, because there's only, there's one here in yeah. Hastings and then there's one in Dallas because I think Mark Cuban invested in this idea. Yeah, yeah. And maybe Fort Worth. So, so I wouldn't, when they announced it and I was listening. Were you confused? No, I wasn't confused. They were saying, you know, they have, there are people that doubt you and Julia. Oh, b- believe me. We know we do it ourselves. And here's <laughs> the thing. I seriously believe, and maybe it's because like I am in the Lori and Julia cult, mm-hmm. live and diet, but I think that you guys will have some weird ability to do this. Oh, yeah. I've already given the theory because I have a Class D license. Oh, there you go. I drive a motorcycle, and I'm I'm a I'm very good clutch driver. Yeah. I can drive a shift. That's what I'm telling you. I so think I that, don't know if that has anything to do with it, but that's what I'm giving myself comfort in. And also, like, these guys that are, you know, I uh, shouldn't say guys, because people that are thinking they're going to be good at it. And like, I have this skills or I can do this. It was just like in the army when they taught everyone how to, you know, shoot a rifle. The people who had the bad habits from where they're growing up and, you know, shot rifles all Mm -hmm. the time were not as good as me who had never shot a weapon before, but I listened to everything they said. And that was like a, you know, a clean slate. I feel like you guys are going to be that best. All my money is on your team. Well, I speaking of project down dirty when we did camp Ripley Mm -hmm. and I mean, first of all, I'm an air force brat. So I was so excited. I was going to get to go not to the BX because this is army. It's PX, but on the air force, it's BX. You know, I had my military ID. Oh, yeah, you're Casey, ready. And I was like, oh, we're going to the BX. And I was like all excited to be back on a base. And, um, you know, people were really nervous. But I, I've i never um, shot a gun before. But yeah. I'm excellent at aiming games and carnival games. And I've, you know, the horse racing, the yeah, skip, yeah, yeah. all of that. So when we did the rifle thing. The range, were, yeah. The range to see who was good. Guess who was number one? I believe it. Oh. And what are they, the one guy, he goes, oh, if this was for real, we would have you go to sharpshooter school. Yeah. Oh, really? You, yeah. He said, your hand-eye coordination is amazing. You're slow, steady. 
slow steady. Yeah, and it's like you're surprised when it fires because you do it so and slow. I, I, I mean, love I, that. I couldn't believe it. I was just like cleaning. I was just like, wow. So that's I, my bet. Everybody's thinking you guys are going to do bad, but I think you guys are going to kill it. And like, I think you guys are going to look the cutest in the hats. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've already got a jumpsuit and <laughs> one piece overall. Perfect. Oh, nice. Good. Good. Yeah. You know, done just and because. Done. I can just put it over the clothes. Yeah. And then, you know, because you're going to, I'm assuming I got to wear like a, a hard toe boot. And then do people, can people buy tickets there, yet? There's, there's general admission tickets. Okay. So that's where you're like, you're watching a football game. You're outside, bring okay. your chair, bring your cooler. But you'll still have the Alberito Mercado. And then the demo, the heavy equipment demo is at seven o'clock. And... The reunion show is four to six, and then there's going to be an announcement on virtual tickets because not everyone is going to be able to drive to Hastings, but they'd like to watch it. So we're going to have news on that probably next week. But just go to my talk keyword um, project. Yes, I found it pretty easily by just doing that. Yeah, so, I, you know, I feel like uh, this one is going to be Zen Project Down and Dirty Construction is going to be Zen like the zoo was Zen. Mm-hmm. Um, Camp Ripley was intense because we did a lot of training and we did the building on fire and medical. Julia was great at that. I was an absolute, I failed medic test and getting out of a building. I got shot, you know, immediately. (laughs) And, um, but anyway, and all, of course, all the performing ones are really intense, but the zoo was really Zen and also last year it was so the radio show was really fun and then yeah, and that turned out really well it did turn out and the restaurant was was Zen and what job did you have at the restaurant oh I was um like the mater d of drinks oh I love okay that. I didn't even have to wait on a table Jason was fit to be tied <laughs> that they gave me just sort of the La di da, lady. Of course, yeah. And I, I sold so many drinks; I'm, it was unbelievable. Uh, no. But Jason was sweating. Oh, I'm and sure. working hard and seeing you in some and delivering shirt. Getting, yeah, not yeah. even breaking a and sweat. And I'm just la di da. So that was a Zen one too. That's How about awesome. You? And we stayed downtown. You know, yeah, and that's super. We fun. went out every night to like bunkers and that other kind of fun bar that's down there. I saw you guys do. I went to the musical one. Oh, that was amazing. And that was you guys were. So so, like it was shockingly good. Like I knew it was going to be fun. You're yeah. all our performers, but I was like shockingly good. Oh, it was the professionals produced that. It was they so... made us good, but that one is the one that like I love it. I love that I did it. Yeah, and I hope we never do anything that intense again. Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> oh, wow. really it's really a lot. We're not actors or singers, so to be up on a stage, yeah, acting and singing, it was super fun to like, watch. Oh, wow. This and is for real. How many performances do you remember? We did two even? nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did two nights. Yeah. All right, listen, when we come back, it is our story we can't get enough of. Adele broke the internet, started last night, and it's going on all day long. People are freaking out. Yeah, people are freaking out. Her Easy On Me, the first song off of her album, which is uh, coming out November 19th. The album is called 30. The song is called Easy On Me. The music video is directed by the same guy who did Hello, and she plays homage in this song because of maybe what she's writing about, where she was then, where she is now. It's a very sad, wistful, nostalgic, and perfect song, but we'll, we'll go to TJ Holmes, who's very excited for GMA, to report on this story that was breaking the internet. 
Ah, that voice is beautiful. It's just everything. It's so, and you know what's funny is like, I just want to get in a fight with my husband right before it comes out <laughs> so I can tap into this. Like, Go you know what I mean? easy on me, baby. I was still a child, didn't get the chance to feel the world around me. Her husband is 15 years older than she is. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he's 47, she's 32. When they got married and got together when she was like 25, yeah, he's 15 years older. So it is kind of a timing thing. I could have told her this probably wasn't going to work out you yeah. know, because she just hasn't, you don't, you haven't experienced enough. And I think sometimes when you're with somebody who's 15 years older than you are, if you are at a younger age, yeah, they're bossy. They're really super bossy and in and, and kind of uh, wanting to be in control yeah. and you kind of might go along because you're really crazy about them. And, and you don't she ha- thought that's what she wanted. Yeah, and when you're younger, you don't have kind of that empowerment. And you, right. And honestly, there's times in my life where I love when somebody tells me what to do. And yeah. I, especially in my 20s, yeah, love right. it. Like, oh, wait, you're right. going to tell me I have to get this form in? Okay, do whatever. But then I, as I you get you. older, you know, I mean, if she wants to take the reins, and then there's going to be that friction. And, you know, the song is also kind of about the yearning nostalgia for being young and free and open yeah. to life-altering love yeah. now she's in her 30s she's got a child she's got a divorce befi- behind her she realized you know all this stuff about herself and anyway but uh yeah I, it's like whoa this is just a perfectly sad wistful nostalgic song divorce babe divorce, divorce babe i know it and uh, the video is like the same guy who did hello yeah. and so that same house is in this video oh i yeah that'll be so you know the video is really beautiful and uh yeah she's got an amazing voice so yeah she's paying homage to rolling in the deep and hello in the easy on me video it's definitely i mean i listen to the song it's it's good but you it's funny if you're having like a really good and i i I don't know i can tap into anything yeah but i was listening on the way over and i was in a good mood and i was like Letting myself, I was trying to get myself in that mindset of like, oh, oh, oh because- I didn't mind it. I it was like a driver's license. That is the sad song about a breakup, but you know <laughs> yeah. you could sing it anyway and like totally. whatever. And it's so beautiful. It, yeah, it's good. And I bet, um, you know, she's. I, I really hope that. I hope that they're not all. I hope she has a banger in there somewhere as much as Adele ba- can bang. Mm-hmm. I know. I mean, uh, like rumor a has it. In the deep yeah, or, rumor has it. That one was so fun. And it's funny. I don't know when bangers are going to... It's funny because it's really been a season of people coming out with the mood that they had six months ago. Because, you know, the music's coming out as it goes. Yeah. And so I don't think we're going to get these hardcore bangers until maybe next next summer. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah. Well, we'll see, but I mean, the anticipation for her album has just got to be... and. Sky high, and the rumor is okay. So we heard about this TV special, which will help fans um, a little bit. People want her to go on tour. Her kid is not. I think a Vegas residency. That rumor is more likely. That would Adele, be cool, and that would be amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. A great song. Leave before you love me. Marshmallow. Okay, so we have tickets next week. Uh, the Twin Cities Film Fest is happening. Over eighty films are premiering. And a lot of amazing movies. So we will take, let's take the third caller, 651-641-1071, looking for fast stylers. And you'll get an all-access online streaming pass, and you'll have 80 movies to choose from. Give the number again. I interrupted you. 651-641-1071. So that's very fun. And we thought we'd do that now because I was, like, really looking forward to the review of um, Chris Hewitt for a couple of movies that are opening today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them, The Last Duel, starring Matt Damon yeah. and Ben Affleck. We love them together. And Ridley Scott uh, directed this. It's the first time these two have done a movie since they were involved with, uh, you know, Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chris Hewitt gave it three and a half out of four stars. Wow. Um he said it's me too in a medieval setting and it unfolds in three like different chapters with the truth presented by Matt Damon's character and Jodie Comer is his wife and Adam Driver is this like maybe a bad guy. They have three different interpretations of this. And I guess at first it's like off-putting to see Ben in Blonde Matt in his medieval mullet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jodie Comer is so good. The the movie is done so well. He said the last duel is perhaps the first big budget prestige period piece to take its broadsword to rape culture from a female perspective, and it's a startling sharp assessment and it's based on a true story yeah that's what's so wild about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, to be honest, the narrative that we've been kind of talking about. In this, I thought that it was conveying that, like, that he, there was, that nobody knew who was the bad guy. Yeah, we do know who it is. Okay, and I kind of like that better. I hate yeah. that, like, ominous, like, yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. knows. So I like, I, but even though I love Adam Driver, I have a hard time. Um, Chris also writes, contrary to most period pieces about knights and duels and medieval time, not one of these men is heroic in any way. The true... Hero is Marguerite, played by Jodie Comer. And he writes, she's, her casting is a stroke of brilliance. She shines so brightly on screen. She re- eclipses everyone else. And the men almost immediately reveal themselves to be the worst. Because I'm sure they all were. Yeah, of course. Look at the time. But um, anyway, just, you know, a it, sexual assault is in this movie. So if that's, you know... A, a triggering thing or something you can't handle that. Yeah, that is to be known. But it's in it's in wide release in theaters. It is not streaming, 
And so for this movie and also Ben Affleck in this George Clooney movie called The Tender Bar, I'm not sure when this is coming out, but this might be Ben Affleck's most awards show uh, thing that he's had since Argo. Which yeah, yeah. you know what that means. Huh. Benefer 2.0 on more red carpet. There we go. If he gets nominated. And because uh, I watched the Tender Bar trailer starring Ben Affleck, directed by George Clooney. And it's a true story based on this guy's book, a memoir of the same name called The Tender Bar. It's about being raised in working class Long, Long Island in the 70s and 80s by a single mother and bartender uncle. And, um, Lily Rabe is in it. Christopher Lloyd, Ben Affleck. He plays this working class uh, dude. And that is his wheelhouse. Yeah. Ben Affleck. Um, that sounds amazing. Yeah. I, I really want to see The Last Duel. I do have one problem. Okay, tell me. It's two and a half hours. Oh, you can buckle up and get some popcorn and You're milk right. duds. And, yeah, it's like, and like, settle back and relax and enjoy. All I need is bad weather and I'd be in. Okay. There That's what I need. Like uh, if this weekend is bad, I think I would go see this because yeah. I've been wanting to see it. We've been teasing it for so long. Right. Um, when, the last Oscar Ben Affleck won, was it for Argo? Good, was it for Argo? And yes. then Goodwill Hunting, they'd won right as well. Yeah. For, right? And that was yeah. 24 years ago. Isn't that wild? And Ben <laughs> is like, I mean, watching the trailer mm-hmm. made me tear up. I mean, this could be Ben Affleck's blind side. So that's for the, the, for the, the tender bar. Okay. So between the last duel and the tender bar, yeah. I think we're going to see Ben be everywhere. Lots of nominations, maybe and, winning some. And when does tender bar come out? This comes out in uh, November. Okay. Maybe maybe even a couple of weeks because they've had the premiere in London. They've had it in L.A. But I desperately want a word show benefit. I would love that. I really would. Is I, that too much to ask? Of course it is. But we're going to probably get it. Okay. I mean, they, why would they avoid it? I I mean, I'm just shocked we still have a benefer 2.0. I mean, oh, I, I'm still... Me. I'm still in shock that this is happening, like in love with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not at all. I'm not surprised at this at all. I just love it. Mm-hmm. I, and Ben Affleck, in se- so we're getting medieval Ben with yeah. blonde hair, and then we're getting 70s working class. So, I mean, we're going to have some amazing fashion in that, with and Ben with his long hair, and he's had such a glow up since he's been with her. Yes, we do need to figure out how to get rid of that tattoo on his back. I'm sorry. You know what? Here's the thing. Unless they have a mirror above their bed, who the hell cares? That's true. You know? That is that is true. It's yeah. easy to ignore. She, yeah. She's not really seeing that it's much of his back. It's hard for me. And, yeah, it's, I I, and I like, I'm, I'm not mad at tattoos on people, but this thing is bad. Well, that was a midlife crisis tattoo. Sure was. Mm-hmm. And sure Jennifer was. Garner basically told us that yeah. in the Vanity Fair thing when went asked about it. And she just said, bless his heart. <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, the tender bar could be Ben Affleck's blind side. I love that. Cassandra Bullock, how much should we love that? Um, if you were all excited, do you remember the first time you saw Halloween, the 1978, the John Carpenter, the original Halloween? And I wonder, because, I, you know, I... I was like, would you have watched it on a TCM Fright Night week? And that's what I wonder. I know I've seen a Halloween. I have no idea which one I've seen. Okay, I don't know if I ever saw the original. Okay, Brian, how about you? Yeah, the original. original? I I have seen the original. Uh, My only question is if Michael is 
still the killer back in the 80s? Like, how old can this oh, guy yeah, be? Oh, yeah, I'm know? sure it's a different actor. <laughs> okay. I, I really do. I just think it's the mask. And maybe yeah. it was the same guy for the first... Um, no, but like ten or seven. Or yeah, whatever. you know what I mean. Yeah, many there are, but this. Um, I mean, when they rebooted Halloween in 2018 and brought back Jamie Lee Curtis mm-hmm. as Laurie Strode, that Halloween was good. That's what it was, was good. Was it Justin Neal? I think that's what he said when he was on the show with me and uh, Julia. He said he was actually really excited about Halloween Kills because that last yeah. one was so good. Was so good. Well, we've got bad news <gasps> for Halloween Kills. Oh mm. no, Chris! Chris, now this is in wide release and on Peacock, but he gave it two out of four stars. Rolling Stone magazine said the sequel to to the reboot um, is a murder scene in all the wrong ways. I don't know what the Rotten Tomatoes score is, but forty-five. Yeah, oh, that's bad. Yeah. Among many other things, Chris Hewitt writes, it's possible Halloween Kills thinks it's a comedy. Mm. Um, Tough but, look. Yeah, it's just. But you know what? For a horror movie, no, we two won't. out of four isn't the worst. I mean, no. like because it's hard to do a good horror movie. That's true. Yeah, and so I think this is one of those ones. That this is just mayhem and gore, though. I guess if you need a Halloween, fun, like spooky season kind of thing, I still think this will do it. for No, you. watch the original Halloween. There you go. I mean, there that's that's the that, Hollywood speak. That is <laughs> the thing to do. Like you could maybe skip this one because maybe you were like I was excited to see this. I don't want to see this because one of the things I liked about the Halloween as a movie is that it wasn't Jason, you know, and the hatchet murderers. I mean, you know, there was it was more suspenseful and the creepy music and popping out. That was like was kind of the appeal of Halloween was the tension. I don't want I don't need to see like a lot of people dying horribly gruesome bloody ways that's so apparently this is gory and we see about 30 murders oh geez yeah and so you're even (laughs) saying if you're really if you don't want to go all the way back even just hit up the 2018 one yeah you could watch that one but i do know halloween week so many of the um if you still have cable i mean they have they play every classic oh yeah they play all of john carpenter you know, going back to his 70s and 80s movies. And, of course, he did the original Halloween. And I know if you haven't seen it, too, and I know most people have at this point because it's more popular than Bridgerton right now. Oh, Squid Games. Yeah, Squid Games is creepy in a very Halloween-y feel where you're like, what? So there was like an element of creepiness. I loved watching it at night. It was so good. It was so, it was so, so good. clever, right? Yeah, it was. It was. It was very fun. The idea is was done well. Yeah. It's not a new idea, but it was done well. We haven't well. seen any kind of execution of a storyline like this. Kind Agreed. of, it was almost like taking a fable, yeah, of greed, yeah, and you know, being uh, on the edge of not having money. The haves, the haves not. What will people do? Yeah, you know, we po- that's why people play lottery. I like to change my life overnight. So it was so much more than what that first episode. When, you know, the Internet just lost their collective mind. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's some reality show about killing people. You know, it was so much more. It was so much more than that. And it really breaks down in an interesting way, like 
is your life worth a price? Mm -hmm. And some of these people in their situations made the decision that yes. And I thought it was so done so, so well. And it, a lot of movies have tried this idea yeah, of, yeah. you know, rich people, um, right, you know, things right. like that. But nobody has done it well mm -hmm. on this scale, yeah. for sure. And, and made it feel more believable. Yeah. Like the whole setup of where they did it and how they got the people there, everything was well, thought out. Yeah, the guy who created it, that spent 10 years trying to get this show made, yeah. he was on GMA this morning with... An interpreter, and he he did speak a little bit of English, but um, he said that, um, and of course, in Netflix is you know they're going to make sure he makes a second season of yeah. it. He's oh, doing yeah. a movie right now, and they're waving a lot of money. But he said the first two episodes took them six months to film. He also said that the very first episode, so if you've watched it, was had to be painstaking, like painstaking because of what the game entailed. Yeah, a lot of And movement. how many takes and yeah. having 456 extras yeah. in this one thing. But, uh, and he just said, so I thought that was kind of interesting. And he's just delighted and surprised and, you know, was happy that Netflix bought the idea. And the other thing he said was, um, you know, um, to watch, you know, the Korean to listen to it in Korean with English subtitles rather than the dubbed. Okay. That's uh, what I heard as well. Yeah, 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 that you're getting a better translation. But I didn't sense. do it that way, and I thought it was quite I know. still good, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and if you listen to the dub, you also can do the English translation, and yeah. they'll do the accurate one. Right. Because they tried to change the dub to kind of fit a little better. Right. Um, But they both are fine. I thought so, too. I mean. All right, listen, um, when we come back, we are going to talk Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We've just got to do it. We got to. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Julia has the day off, and Brittany is filling in, and it is time to talk Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And, Brittany, I have to ask you, mm -hmm. did you have the same question as Camille Grammer uh, after you watched part one of the Beverly Hills Housewives? Why were all the ladies going for Garcelle? Yes. Yes. And you know what? I sometimes hate the way they do the couch placement because it just feels like Garcelle was at a, a firing squad. Uh-huh. Even Crystal had these moments where I... And Crystal though normally doesn't go for Garcelle. And then they... When when Renna accused Garcelle of, hey, you took... You say a lot of... You don't say a lot of things that you say in the confessionals. It was like that no but that's everybody's first off, Renna, you're famous for that. Oh, okay. famous she's the most that. famous potster on the show. Totally to say something that she doesn't say. She does smiles and yeah. oh everything's wonderful in right. person and then be like, oh my God. Then should we name my wig? Yeah. I wanted to pull her ponytail. I was like, I am sick of your wigs. That <laughs> is the extent of your storyline. I know I'm so and Oh my God! What's going on? I think on with they're jealous. I think, I think they're jealous because Garcelle and Sutton ran away with the season, and Erica is the bona fide interest as far as the ratings. I mean, yeah. you can't argue with that. And I do think there are things that they said. I mean, we know that Dorit said that terrible thing. That yeah, we you know we love uh, diversity in our house. All of our um, staff are black and brown people. Yeah. And so there's a lot of things that, like, if that's what you said on camera, what are you saying off camera? And there was something, and Garcelle did seem kind of so disproportionately 
mad at Rena throughout the season in the way that, like, she said she was going to let it go. But then we found out that Garcelle had been told by somebody that Rena had stated, I can't believe that she's bringing race into everything. This is not a show about that. Uh, I can and hear Lisa saying that, too. I can hear her Just saying that. Just the fact that, that she's a black woman brings race into it because she's surrounded by a white fragility bubble of women. In Beverly right Hills. In Beverly Hills. Like a bubble in within a bubble. And, you know, I think, too, Garcelle, you know, Lisa Rinna tweeted a picture of her and Garcelle 20 years ago. She was really miffed about Lisa Rinna and how rude and horrible she was to her friend of 20 plus years going back to soap opera with Denise Richards. Yeah. And she had boobly squat to say to Erica and uh, and she had so much to say to Denise Richards about whether Accountability. she did or didn't own it. sleep with Brandy Glanville, but yeah. she had Rena had nothing to ask Erica Girardi or Erica Jane about. Hey, did you about the money and stuff? I still think that Erica invested from her LLC into Lisa Rena's LLC for her lip. Beauty. What really got and me? So they're worried about <laughs> yeah. legal stuff. What really got me this season is when they were in Palm Springs at Kyle's house, um, and Garcelle had asked a question, and Erica acted like she was the biggest victim ever. Oh my god! And gosh. then Rena went over there and acted like, "How could you, yes. Garcelle?" And holding Ren our Erica like a baby. That was and so I fake. Thought, you, you monster, you jerk. And then to to say, well, you did this to remember what you did to Erica. So you could tell at the beginning of that reunion, Dorit, Rena, and Erica, especially Dorit and Rena, they decided to make sure they're not saying the exact vernacular, but conveying the exact same thing like, about Garcelle about and all Garcelle. the things she did wrong. Yeah, and so like like um. One was saying uh, uh, jabs. One was saying darts. Like, you throw darts at us. You throw jabs at us. You throw, you know, little dings or, you know, whatever. And so they were trying to create this uh, kind of, like, they An alternate universe. Right? Exactly. And it was like they had created a case against Garcelle. And they had decided they can't say the same words because they'll sound like they were together. Well, Twitter didn't buy it. No, he didn't. Twitter didn't buy it. Black Twitter didn't buy it. Regular Twitter buy it. It just didn't. I feel like this has been Lisa Rinna. I mean, I thought she was horrible last year, but she's continued to be really a horrible pot stirrer. And then we have to talk about what's going on with Erica in this reunion. Well, first of all, her glam squad hates her. Her glam squad and her stylist. Does not her. like her. Yeah, they're not getting paid what they used to get paid. They yeah. all took a pay cut because she she, she looks looked, like a clown. She looks absolutely terrible. Um, she was um, talking in her Shakespearean, very <laughs> going up and down, and 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 why she would want to be so condescending and icy now of all things and then calling the victims alleged victim i i don't know she she's i can hardly look at her but i did like finding out we didn't find out on the show but i have a very good source sutton's um remember i was in awe of this yesterday sutton her alimony spousal alimony mm-hmm. to spousal so because yeah. they got is 300k a month for as long as she lives it's amazing isn't it that's amazing. Crazy. Yeah. So she's got serious money. And I guess we're going to hear in the maybe part two about the threat 
that Erica also made to Sutton. Which would explain a lot. And there was a lot, I think. It seems they... like those ladies are afraid of Erica. Well, maybe it... they've already been subpoenaed. And and that's what's wild. Like there's something going on. They've decided they've they've picked the pony and, and you can tell that Kyle is has backtreaded. She's like she, she wants ever... some distance. Mm-hmm. But the wildest thing about Erica during this reunion she wanted sound bites so bad about things that had nothing to do with her. She right. jumped in on everything. And as somebody who you watch mini reunions, if you're the one under fire with other battles, sit it out. Right. Sit it out. She wanted to fight everyone. And it's like, I think she was expecting that right away. And you would go hard with her. And of course not. I mean, this is a four-part reunion, lady. Yeah, like, he's the ultimate podster. He's like, going to build up yeah, to that. Yeah. Wait for it, Erica. Your time will come. But it was like they would be a fight with two people and she would just jump in for no reason. And and Andy wouldn't even look at her because she would like constantly like look at Andy and be like, try to like make these comments. And Andy was like, I'm going to avoid eye contact so I can keep the normal narrative up. She wants to, she wants to be a peer fierce. She wants yeah. that back. She's whole death gripping to this job. Yes. And I mean, it's all the money she has when they asked her, if and that was so funny because Andy even asked and and it's kind of a um a hint to you know the teaser was like I know how much you make on the show why didn't you leave right and I get it thousand were you surprised at that number shocked yeah shocked um very shocked and no wonder she's being nice this year to people like she needs this job more than I need this job yeah yeah you're absolutely right all right well oh, that felt so good it did it feel good all right need it. we needed to do that all right listen we will be back people the queen our little booze hounding royal has got to lay off the all day drinking we'll tell you more when we come back